Hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Actually, I am producing this episode on New Year's Eve in America, the day before we step into the year 2023. Praise God that he has brought us through another year. Today I want to talk about the life-changing power of the Word of God. And I will be ministering from the Gospel according to Mark chapter 4 if you want to follow me along. I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. How the Word of God changes lives. That's what I want to talk about today. The Bible says some powerful things about the Word of God. And it says those things because the Word of God is powerful. In fact, the Bible actually says that. In Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, the King James Version reads, The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. I think about Jesus and how he went about ministering the word of God. Wherever he went, multitudes followed him just to hear a word from the Lord. By and large, gone are the days. There are some today who regard the Bible as outdated, irrelevant to today's culture. But I still believe in the life-changing power of the Word of God. And that's what we will talk about today. In Mark chapter 4, verses 26 through 29, Jesus shares a parable. Now, we know Jesus used parables quite often. In this one, he compares the ministry of the word to a farmer sowing seed. He says in verse 26 of Mark chapter 4, So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. So Jesus is sharing a kingdom principle here because he says the kingdom of God is like that. Jesus was the master teacher because he understood how he presented the gospel was dependent upon his audience. One of the main occupations of the people back then was farming. So, they could relate to his teaching about the kingdom in terms of planting seeds. In verse 27, Jesus talks about the mystery of how a seed bears fruit. He says, and should sleep, talking about the farmer, and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. He knows not how. So based upon this verse, the farmer 
does not know how seeds in the ground produce a yield over time. But remember, what Jesus is really talking about, he is talking about the kingdom of God. So let's go there with this. When I'm preaching, I am sowing or planting a seed, which is the word of God. And just as a farmer does not know how a literal seed produces results over time, we don't know the depths of how the word produces change in a person's life over time. But it does. So the question is, why does it work? How does the word of God change lives? In verse 28, Jesus says, For the earth brings forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. So, according to this verse, the mystery of the process lies in the soil. God has made the soil in such a way that when a seed is planted, the seed, Jesus says, brings forth fruit of itself. You see, if you plant a good seed in good ground and you water it, it will produce good fruit. It cannot fail to produce under those circumstances. Well, I think we will all agree that the word of God is a good seed. And when God changes our heart, our heart becomes good ground for the seed, which is the word of God. And as a person whose heart has been changed, reads the Bible and comes to regularly hear the word of God, the seed that has already been planted in his heart is being watered. And under those conditions, it's not possible for the word of God not to bring change in your life over time. As preachers of the gospel, we must believe in this power of the word of God to change lives this way. If we don't, we will find ourselves resorting to other means to change lives and they won't work. So let me expand on this teaching. I believe the Bible is the word of God. Among other things, that means I believe that whatever the Bible says is sin is sin. But if someone comes and hears me preach each Sunday for the next year, he or she probably won't hear me preach one sermon about a particular sin. Now, I will never shun to express my biblical views on anything the Bible calls sin, but you will seldom, if ever, hear me preach a sermon directed at a particular sin. I don't need to. I just need to come before the people each week and plant a good seed into their heart. If you are a Christian and God has changed your heart 
and your heart is open to God, over time, the word of God will change your life. I have no doubt that when people come to the house of God regularly, as I minister the word of God and the Holy Spirit is among us, that lives are being impacted for an eternity. In John chapter 6 and verse 63, Jesus says this about the word of God. He says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. That means the word of God feeds our spirit and imparts life to us. Now, let me say one more thing about the word of God as a good seed. It's only a good seed to you if you understand it. Before I started writing decades ago, I took a course from Christian Writers Institute. One of the writer's rules I learned was to write to express and not to impress. Well, I decided to borrow that rule for my preaching. My goal in preaching is never to impress anybody, but to express what God is saying in his word. In the early days of my being a pastor, I once called my children in and I asked them if they understood what I was saying when I was preaching. And all of them said, no. Now my wife and I have six children. And I thought they were joking, but as I continued to press them on the issue, I realized they were telling the truth. And so I realized that I had to work harder at making it clear what I was saying through the word of God. The point is that you can't be changed by the ministry of the word if you don't even understand what's being presented. On Sundays, I preach 30 to 35 minutes for a sermon. I will preach from only a few verses so that I can clearly expound on what God is saying in the verses that I am preaching from. The Bible says, how can they hear without a preacher? So my approach is all by design. I'd rather minister from a few verses so you can hear what God is saying in those verses than to inundate you with more than you can possibly digest in one sermon. Remember that in the parable, Jesus compares the kingdom of God to a farmer going out sowing seeds in the ground. Well, we know a seed always brings forth after its own kind. In other words, if you plant corn, you get corn. Plant okra, you get okra, etc. Well, it works the same way with the word of God. That is, it produces after its own kind. So, if you sow the word of God, over time it produces the very character of God in a person's life. One of the most exciting things to me as a pastor is to see a new convert coming to church 
and who knows little or nothing about the word of God, they can hardly find a book of the Bible. But over time, the word of God that's sown in that person's heart each time he or she comes to church begins to take root in his heart. At first, you can't see it because it's happening all below the surface. Then you see the change on the outside. That, my friend, is the life-changing power of the gospel. And when good seed is planted in good ground, excuse my bad English, it cannot not happen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I really thank God for the life-changing power of his word. I hope that you feel the same way about the word of God. If you don't, I want to invite you to get into the word and see how it can change your life. Thank you for joining me today as we have talked about how the Word of God changes lives. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank Kane saying, May heaven's best be yours.